Last week, 10 people from St. Rose went with me to the Encounter Conference in Michigan. There were 3,000 Catholics there, and they came together to hear the Word of God and to pray and seek a deeper release of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Part of that conference in Grand Rapids, Michigan, was a healing service. We heard the Word of God, we listened to preaching and teaching, and then we heard many testimonies from people about how they had been healed by the power of Jesus, both in words and videos people had made. We heard about what the power of God had done in their lives. And then, as a community, we were prayed over for healing. And then one of the speakers said, if anyone here wants healing, I invite you to come up closer to the stage. And so about half the people get up and, and push against this massive stage, and we're praying together, we're praising Jesus in song with our mouths, in our hearts, and the presenter is, is praying for healing over all of us by the name of Jesus. And as we're praying and worshiping, there's, and there's a few St. Rose people around me, there's a woman in front of me, and I went forward for healing too, there's a woman in front of me with two of her friends, and she begins to kind of double over. She's crying. It's, it's tears of joy, but she's bending over, and she's laughing. She can hardly stand. Her friends grab her by the elbows. They finally kind of help her just kind of lay down on the floor. And the woman lifts up her shirt about this far and begins to shove her fingers into her belly button, probing deeply, and she's still laughing and just crying. And then the speaker says, if anyone here has experienced significant healing, I want you to come up onto the stage. And this woman gets up and just runs up to the stage with a bunch of other people as they begin to talk to them about what happened to them, what they're experiencing. So I go up to one of the, this woman's friends, and I said, what happened to your friend? And she said, for three years, she's had this split abdomen from childbirth that her muscles have never healed. They've always been open, and now it's, it's gone. She's healed. And I said, praise Jesus, that is amazing. I said, what's your friend's name? She said, Megan. I said, that is awesome. I said, I'll, I'll pray for Megan. And then right away, her friend looks at me and says, Pray for her husband. Pray for her husband, Carl, that he may now believe. He wasn't there. He didn't see that. He's, he's not a believer in Jesus. And right away, after her friend is miraculously healed, she says, pray for her husband. You see, the physical healing of a body is an amazing work of Jesus, like that woman Megan received. But there's something even more amazing that signs and wonders are meant to accomplish, and it's faith in the person of Jesus Christ. It's to enter into and say yes to a relationship of friendship with the Son of God who came to die and rise for us. What's more amazing than the healing of Megan is that someone like Carl, because of that miracle, would believe in Jesus Christ. 
What's more amazing is that someone like Carl would believe that Jesus has the power to heal and wants to heal us. That's more amazing. What's more amazing than a physical miracle is that someone like Carl would come to believe that God truly came into the world to give us eternal life because he loves us even in our sin, even in our brokenness. That's even more powerful. For someone to believe that Jesus is Lord and to make him the center of his life is more powerful than any physical healing you could ever imagine. That's the power of divine faith. And Megan's friend knew that. She knew that intuitively right away. Now, if you don't believe me about this, that this is actually greater than opening the eyes of the blind or healing someone's, someone's very body, well, you can argue with the church. Because <laughs> that's exactly what the church says about Mary, the mother of God. We have this reference text called the Catechism of the Catholic Church. It's, it's the summary of our church's teachings. And you can read this place where it says about Mary today, Mary is more blessed because she embraces faith in Christ than because she conceives the flesh of Christ. That's a quote from St. Augustine. And elsewhere, St. Augustine goes on to write, it was for her a greater thing to have been Christ's disciple than to have been his mother. And she was more blessed in her discipleship than in her motherhood. Hers was the happiness of first bearing in her womb, him who she would obey as her master. She kept God's truth in her mind, a nobler thing than carrying his body in her womb. The truth and the body were both Christ. He was kept in Mary's mind insofar as he is truth. He was carried in her womb insofar as he is man. But what is kept in the mind is of a higher order than what is carried in the womb. This is why Mary's faith, the faith of this woman of Nazareth, is our model for faith. That this amazing thing, this amazing gift was given to her in her very body, in her womb. Yet the church says it's actually her faith in God's Son her trust and acceptance of him in her life that is even more amazing. Because faith is not a feeling. Faith is not just, oh, something cool happens to me. Oh my gosh, I was healed. Like, that's awesome. That's not automatically faith. Faith is a choice to accept God into my heart, into my mind, to make God the center of my life. And that's greater than the whole universe to believe in the Father's love for me, to accept his Son in me, to follow God's Spirit to wherever he leads me in my mission on earth. That's a healing of the Spirit. That's a healing of the heart that will not be taken away from you even when you die. It's eternal. And in the resurrection, you'll even have your body restored to you in the glory of divine newness. the power of faith that signs and wonders are meant to point us to.
to begin to wrap this up, I want to tell you another story about faith that happened at this conference in Grand Rapids. At this conference, not everyone experienced a physical healing. A lot of people did. About 100 people came on that stage, and we heard from a number of them over the microphone and and on the video boards. We saw people holding up their crutches. Saw a woman take out her trach and breathe and speak normally. And you know what? One of our people from St. Rose was on that stage. Someone from our parish went from having disability to being restored in an instant. She was 10 feet away from me up here when it happened. Healing was given her by the Lord. And I am so thankful. I praise Jesus so much today for this gift. I witness the power of God in someone I know, someone from our parish. But you know what? There's something that I'm even more thankful for than that, as amazing as that was. I am more thankful for all the people who will believe in Christ through her and through the testimonies of all the people who were at that conference and are going back to their families and their communities and sharing about the power of God in their life, the undeniable change. I am more thankful that people are being healed in their spirits and putting their faith in the Son of God than even the physical healing, which is also the work of God. I'm so thankful that I get to be able to share this good news with you here at this parish, to witness to you about what I saw so that you may believe that you can have your faith strengthened, that you can believe that the promises of God that we heard in the Word of God today are for you. That God became flesh for you. That He has blessing for you. That He's giving the gift of faith to you right now. So friends, this morning... I want to bless you in the name of Jesus. We heard so many promises of God blessing his people in our scriptures today. I'm going to use these scriptures and bless you and invite you to believe in God's love for you in Jesus. So I invite you right now, if you want, you can close your eyes, you can open your hands, You can just open your mind up to the the wisdom of God in Christ who wants to share his inheritance with you as his children. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord let his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you kindly and give you peace. In the fullness of time, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to ransom you under the law so you might receive adoption. Father, send the spirit of your son upon your people and within them. 
People of God, you are not orphans. You are not slaves. You are not the sum of your sins. You have been adopted and chosen. Receive the spirit of freedom. Receive the spirit that cries out in you, Abba, Father, my Father, my Abba. Be filled with the spirit of glory. If there's any spirit of fear in this church, in these hearts, be gone in the name of Jesus. Fear be gone. Orphan spirit be gone. Spirit of slavery and shame be gone in the name of Jesus. People of God receive the spirit of being God's sons and daughters. Father, fill your people with the spirit to be able to see the face of Christ in the manger. People of God, look upon the face of Jesus in the manger. See his eyes, see his smile, see his littleness made so little for you so little that you can trust him and believe in him and not fear him. Father, pour on your people the same spirit that filled Mary, that they may contemplate the loving face of Jesus looking upon them. Be filled with the spirit of faith. Be filled now and forever with the Holy Spirit.